Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. 217-629-7970 for any tech issues, problems, questions, things you want to buy. And Bull from BLH can answer those questions today. Good morning, Bull. Good morning. It is a beautiful day out, so I imagine our recycling will be dead today. I think it's supposed to rain later this afternoon, so that's when we'll get the recycling in. Yeah, so funny how that yeah. seems to work. Yeah. But if you want to bring us recycling throughout the day, it is a great day to get out, clean out maybe your garage or a shed or something, whatever you have. Bring recycling down to us. But remember, read the sign and yep. come and check in. Don't bring it in the front door. We have to give you a little gate pass, and then we send you around to the back of our building. All of our recycling goes to the back now. Uh, TVs or monitors. Springfield residents get to recycle three per household per year at no cost. We just look at your driver's license. So, yes, but but read the signs, follow the rules. Makes There's like 12 of them for, at this yes. point, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Makes it much better for everybody. Yep. 217-629-7970. I got a list, uh, and you knew what I were talking before we went on the air. Tech news overall is kind of down, but yep. um, a lot of update-related or, or patch-related things this week. Uh, a lot for Apple. Yeah, iOS announced, uh, I don't know if it was this morning or sometime yesterday, they have uh, – uh, update that you need to go ahead and get the one that we're on right now as security flaws. And it, it's both an update for your phone, and there's also a watch update also, both for a uh, a vulnerability. So while some things we recommend when Apple pushes updates out or anybody does, you need to wait a little bit. Some of yeah. these, if it's vulnerability things or more, those are security yeah. patches that are recommended you do right away. So unfortunately, we don't know what else it'll break, but we will be finding that out throughout the next week if it messes with anything else, if your email stops working or if, what is it, Brian's got Edge that... Yes, that works with the saves PDF Saves it to stuff. the PDF, yeah, if it changes that, if you've we'll also, know that immediately. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you've also owned a MacBook, MacBook Air, or Pro, certain models that were manufactured between 2015 and 2019... This is a uh, just became certified class action lawsuit against Apple. Uh, case alleges Apple knowingly sold fragile keyboards despite numerous complaints and repair requests for broken, unresponsive keyboards. Um, the it, it will be open soon. Uh, they have not they have not officially posted the the site where you can go in and say yes, I've had one of these. But it does cover uh, all persons who purchased. In California, New York, Florida, Illinois, um, and so be if you have or have had one of these, make sure you start paying attention to the news for that. Yeah, get uh, in on those class action lawsuits. And, if and you once can. it's officially posted, I'll pay attention, mention it again. But this just came down the last couple of days, so uh, those are not cheap. And and I've even yeah. seen a few of them. So now I got to go look at those to see. Um, hey, I wonder uh, if we can. Yeah, you spend $1,000 on a laptop or a tablet, you're going to want it to last more than a couple of years. And these things, they're thin, they're sleek, they are cool looking, but they are very fragile. Yes, very, and very the much parts so. aren't widely available. You have to go to Apple certified stores in order to get them. And that's where that right to repair comes into play of it would just be so much better if these parts were made a little bit more durable and if they were more widely available so you or I just at home as consumers could repair them. 
That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yep, sure would be. Uh, uh, they were uh, Apple was sued in um, oh, I'm I'm I can't remember what country it is now, but they just had another lawsuit against them for not providing the lightning cables in their uh, iPhone boxes. Uh, I bel- I think it may have been Ireland if yeah, I remember correctly. I, I don't remember a hundred percent, but yeah, they so they're trying to get out of uh you know giving all the components with these devices. I understand they're wanting to keep the electronic waste a little bit under control but not providing a charging device with your device is not the way to do it no it, it and while and again if you're somebody that switched from android to apple well you just don't have them laying no, around yeah, yeah. exactly uh this was an interesting one and i and talked about it i think a little bit before uh when it was a concept it was at uh, at ces earlier this year consumer electronics show uh Razor is putting out a and and they said they showed it there. Oh yeah, we might or just kind of blown it off. But a mask that has L- color changing LEDs yep. and you can make it do stuff. Well now, Razor said, "Yep, we are going to make these and start selling them because they still see." They've got like built-in fans to keep it cool, yep. and the, they're somehow this designed is, to make your glasses not fog up. This is an N95 level mask too, so it's uh, uh, has auto ventil- ventilation. Auto sterilization, a separate case that can charge it wirelessly, and a UV sterilizer because you yep. are breathing in the thing. Yeah, so it cleans it while you're charging it overnight. Of course, they still haven't put out what it costs. <laughs> it's got the RGB lights yes, in it, so you could make it look different. Yep, there'll be an app you can change the colors, all this stuff. So that'll be interesting to see what the uh, what the cost is with that. I've seen some studies that have said something along the lines of people trust their doctors or nurses more if they can actually see their mouths. So, like, clear masks have been more effective at just uh, relaying medical information. So I wonder if something like this will have, like, a clear setting or if it'll be all RGB where you can put, I don't know, pictures or GIFs or something on there. Or it's... it's, as you talk, you can put whatever mouth you yeah. want there instead, and it moves. That would be a little creepy, though. Giant robot mouth or something, yes. yeah. Jaws, uh, things like that. Yep. The other big issue with uh, phones this week is some updates on Android phones would then cause issues if you try to open Gmail. Some other Android apps would uh, cause them to crash. If you don't always get your applications updated automatically through the Google Play Store and you're seeing this issue, go there and then make sure your Android system web view is up to date. Hmm. I did not personally see this, but I think a lot of it is the fact that mine I have my updates that run automatically. I fixed had to fix both my parents' Android phones because Because yeah, they immediately open open uh Gmail and then a lot of their they play the casino games on their phones. Those continue to crash. Once we did the update, I could immediately open all those. It was just a weird, weird little thing. Started Monday, uh, and they said it lasted seven hours, but I think some people, if their updates aren't set to run the right way, then that may— Plus, uh, if you don't have good internet connectivity or uh, phone service in the first place. That that definitely plays into it. 217-629-797, the phone number. Hi, you're on Computers Internet with BLH Computers. Hi there. I have a question about backing up my MacBook Air. Sure. Uh, so I have an I have an external hard drive, and we I mean I've configured it so it's compatible with a Mac, and I remember backing it up once, and for some reason when I plug it in right now it's not automatically finding the the, uh, the external hard drive, uh, nor can I figure out how to find that external hard drive so I can uh, back up my files. 
Yeah, if it's set to the right file type, um, it should show up just in the file. Ex it's not called File Explorer. I'm sorry. I'm mostly a Windows person. I do know a little bit about the Mac software. but uh, Now, let me ask you this question, too. Is on a Mac, were you using Time Machine as the backup or something else? So, and that's kind of my confusion, I guess. Whenever I, was, I looked up how to do it, it always refers back to Time Machine. But, again, I'm trying to use just the external drive. Uh, just to back up my files, because I have most things are saved to the cloud, but I do have some documents that I want to protect in case uh, something happens to this computer. Sure, and, and, and what so, Time Machine does is, is is Time Machine is the built-in backup software on the Mac. When you would plug in that external drive, it makes that file. The thing with that is, is it, is it grabs the whole computer, thing, basically, yeah, and yeah. and dumps it out there including your personal data, gets all your apps, all that different stuff. Uh, usually when you plug in either a new drive or um, or even a, a reused one, it should say, hey, you do you want to set this up as a time machine backup? You may need to go in to the time machine program to do it. I mean, otherwise you can just drag files as you need over there, but I think Apple pretty much relies on time machine as as their only backup solution. So Time Machine, okay, so I was confused. I, I didn't want to back it up to Time Machine, but you're saying that Time Machine and the external drive are talking to each other, so I can right. use the Time Machine and I'll actually put them on the drive for me? Yes, or I mean, or if you want to do it do it manually and just, just say you've got your, your documents yeah. folder and just drop those over there as a, as a secondary location, um, you can as well. But uh, That is great if you can see the external drive on the computer. It should show up under, I think it's Explore along the top there, or uh, it, sometimes it'll show up on the just yeah. the desktop itself. If you go to Finder and then the Computer, uh, it should list that drive in there. Awesome. So now when I do backup, since I had done this previously, it's probably been six months ago, it won't duplicate files or anything, right? I'll be able to, it'll still save all the it, ones that were current and then just search through and find the ones that are new? Correct. As as long as the, the time machine settings are that way, yes, it, it should do a comparison and, yeah. and just say, okay, here's what's different. Awesome. Well, I certainly appreciate it, gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank Not you. a problem. Thank you very much for the phone call. It helps that I have a, a MacBook in front right of me and can look you, up yeah. exactly where You're to like, go. Let me just click here and hit settings and see what this says. Double, just, I, don't, I don't do those kind of things on it, uh, really, because it's I don't keep much on this computer, I do that all the time. People call and ask a question. They're like, my computer's doing this. I'm like, well, luckily there is a computer right in front of me. So yep. let me see if I can poke it and prod it and get it to flip the screen like you're talking about. Oh, that's the control shift arrow keys, I think is what it is. Yeah, and it's it is um, it's one of those things that uh, you don't. You don't think Remember about it exactly. Or, yeah, and until you, uh, I start actually messing with the computer and bring up Internet Explorer, and I'm like, oh yeah, it's the little wheel in the corner. It's not the the three dots as Google Chrome. I had those mixed yeah, up. Yeah, and... exactly right. It is computers, Internet, BOH computers. More stimulus on the we'll way. Tax refunds. It is computers, Internet with BOH computers. Bowl in the studio today taking your calls and tech related questions 217-629-7970 you want a basic yet uh, very informative website you can go check this one out is the ship still stuck.com <laughs> it's the uh, the ship that's stuck in the suez canal and the page like i said is very basic it loads up across the stop it says is that sh ship still stuck <laughs> 
And the ant just says yes or no. Yeah. And it says it's been like this for four days, four hours, 42 minutes, and it cost us $40 billion so Jeez. far. And then it has a, a map that links to Vessel Finder and uh, an overhead shot and then gives some of the headlines below it. But, yes, a very – very basic uh, page, and they People said seem it, to come up with that sort of thing all the time. Yes, just little it's, websites that keep track of weird X stuff. Days, uh, yeah. it, it's, it's, it says it follows great traditions of sites like abevagoda.com and is it a Jewish holiday today? dot <laughs> which is both phenomenal sites, by the way. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Hi, you're on. Lot. You're on with computers, internet, boh computers. Hi, Bull. Uh, just curious. I I purchased a refurbished laptop from you guys about six months ago. Um, will you guys update the uh, the hard drive if I bring it in, and what does that cost about? Yeah, we can definitely upgrade the hard drive. Uh, we charge $25 per increment, so we'll just have to see what you have there and then talk about what we can move forward from here. Um, we have recently switched from hard disk drives to everything in solid state, so it might be a little bit more of an upgrade for you depending on when you purchase this. Yeah, that's that's what I was curious about. Well, all right, I'll bring it in. Cool. Have you take a look at it. See you then. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you very much for the phone call. Yeah, everything's transitioned to, to solid states. And, and again, if you have a computer that's on the line, it's it's you're still using it for basic things and it's functioning okay and it's kind of slow. Solid states do make a heck of a difference. They make a massive difference between the old hard disk drive that needs time to spin uh, at least three platters, several thousand revolutions per second or per minute, I think is what it is, and then uh, move the arm to the exact perfect location to actually read what the data is, whereas a solid-state drive is there's no moving parts. It's just all electricity that goes hey, between chips. And, and again, I've uh, uh, upgraded a number of computers in, in my office to that that are still usable for, for the, the business cons business stuff that we do, but it's just – Throwing that solid Nine day difference, yeah. it really is. When you, so. when you turn it on and it's it's instant on yep. almost a couple seconds and it's there. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. This is kind of an interesting one, and, and uh, we talk about people working from home and and going forward, you're going to see a lot of that, and, and some of us really can't because when you're working on physical hardware, working from home is quite difficult. Yeah. But, I uh, can't repair your computer from home, unfortunately. No. I don't want you bringing it to my place and dropping it off in my mailbox. Your or... arms aren't that long. Yep. <laughs> but uh, uh, some of the biggest call centers are are looking at now putting webcams, basically making you or their employees have webcams on at home. Yep. To check to see if they're eating, looking at their phones, leaving their desks while working from home. This is very similar to what Amazon has been doing where they've been installing cameras in their vehicles that can detect if a person is yawning or if they look tired. And it will actually give you warnings that we noticed you're yawning. Uh, pretty too, too many of those lead to infractions where, you know, you get docked pay or written up or something. Yeah, and th this is a, a company called Teleperformance. They're based out of the U.K. They have 380,000 people employed uh, throughout 34 countries. And they said it'll be used for team meetings and training, but it'll also be tied to artificial intelligence system that will look for breaches in work rules during a shift. If one's detected, a still photo will be sent to managers stored up to 20 days, according to documents that were sent for the staff. Workers need to leave their desk, for example, to have a drink. They will click break mode and explain why. 
Imagine having to sit at, in your own house at your own computer, click a button, and then ask to go to the bathroom. The, yeah, the, this is a little intrusive. But again, it's it's a company that can do what they want. Some other things, eating on shift is not permitted. If the system detects no keyboard strokes or mouse click, it will show you as idle for that particular duration, and it will be reported to your supervisor. Wow. So, so please avoid hampering your productivity. Um it, it it tracks everything. The Guardian is the one that reported on this, and uh, a lot of unions and and high ups in the uh, in the UK are complaining about the, the normalization of home surveillance yep. now I by that's employers. Where it leads to yep, and and I think um, I, I think at least in the UK because they are again very privacy yeah. restrictive, and that are going to put a, a solid stop on this. The uh, I, I think will we see this in the United States? Probably not, um, because again, you'll have unions yeah. and other groups uh, and privacy groups make make sure that that or at least attempt that that doesn't. But productivity is up in the U.S. with people working from home. So so why are they being so strict about it? Yeah, why why screw it up? Your people are happy; they're not taking time off. Let it go. It is computers, internet, BOH computer. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. 217-629-7970 if you have any tech issues, problems, questions you have. For Bull, he's here. Or if you want to buy my first ever tweet for $2.3 million, yes. that would be pretty cool too. I guess I need to look and see what my first tweet was and mm. sell it for about $3. I think people have way too much money if you could buy a crypto-enforced, I guess is the right yes. word, uh, tweet. That's just... A, a digital thing. Yep. Um, I was listening to some some national tech stuff last week, and they were talking about that with uh, art. Yep. Uh, Sotheby's are one of the big ones. Basically, commissioned this artist to make these digital prints that yeah that are priced at like two million dollars, and somebody bought some. The like the way it works is they basically have like a authentication card or something like that. Like I own the original, I own the first one, I own the very first version of this made. And when I posted a picture of it to my social media, suddenly 40 people copied it. Now they're sharing it all over theirs, and that's how the internet works. Suddenly it's literally all over the entire internet. But if you check the uh, the code of those, they don't say that they have this crypto-locked yeah. NFT or whatever it's, it is. It's, not a, it's, not a, it's legit because it's just a picture, but it's not yeah. the – you're not the owner but what does it matter if you have two of the exact same things? They look the exact same things. They function the exact same things. Yeah, it's it's not a physical thing you can yeah. touch. It's some of that. I still don't quite get that. You one. could suddenly make another copy of it automatically with no cost to it at all. But it doesn't have that code written in it that says number one was the original, and that's what they paid two point something million for, which uh, is I think absurd. <laughs> just for the record. Yes, and, and we we talk about internet as a a. Um, utility or as it should be a utility yeah. it's not considered that as of yet but a uh, bill in the u.s house 
uh, was filed. Actually, it's called the Broadband Justice Act. Uh, one of the representatives from Missouri who chairs the housing subcommittee require uh, housing and urban development along with the Treasury and the USDA to update its utility allowance definitions to include broadband yeah. so it can be subsidized so people either living in government housing, uh, low-income areas can get uh, more Internet. That's The FCC already has a program of that called Lifeline with uh, gives some subsidies for broadband access as, as well as cell phones. But the problems with the Lifelines, if it works through the phone, if you're about – think of it, and I don't know what – what towers lifeline works off of if it's at&t around here forget it the phones are worthless yeah so um i do think it should be a utility i think everybody should have access to the internet i think when they started making things internet only certain jobs you can only apply to by going mm -hmm. to i think mcdonald's is one go to mcdonaldsillinois.com or something like that um there are certain unemployment things you can only sign up for or get or uh, other state benefits you can only look at through the internet you can only access them through the official website i think once it started to become more and more like that the internet should be provided to everybody as a utility and uh senator and a, a house rep has got some other bills for infrastructure their plans are starting next week 94 billion dollars in more high-speed broadband infrastructure underserved uh and unserved areas because there are a lot of areas in the country that still really don't, don't have, have their dark yeah even fritz will talk about it. he's not in here at the moment but he's wandering back and forth about uh houses he sell one of the major questions what's the internet connection like can we get better internet connection if you're way out in the country is it all satellite internet do you have internet access even it is a big question yeah in this is state. it and with with us people have discovered with working from home now you need that, it yeah. well you and, and living out service. in the country they thought oh yeah well i get on and i check my facebook or i check my email well when i have to use a VPN and remote desktop back to my computer at my office or do Zoom, it doesn't work well. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, how can you fix it? I can't as a, as a tech person. we have to run more infrastructure yeah. to your place. You, know, you may have to reach out to your – in some cases, I found out where they lived and, and was seeing if there's any other options for them. In some cases, their department bought a mobile hotspot for them. Oh. If whatever We found out whatever cell really provider cool. – yeah in their area worked, be it Verizon, AT&T, whoever, that was bought, and that's what they run at their house, and, and uh, it, I mean, it yeah. gets them by. It's not perfect. If your job is requiring you to work from home, they and you don't, have, you don't even have access to the internet, depending on what your location is, yeah, it's nice for them to provide something like this. If we could only contact Elon Musk and get him to get the Starlink going much quicker. He's, he's moving through stuff, yep. and a side note to that is, is one of the rockets that uh, – was up there that had dropped off a bunch more satellites, didn't deorbit correctly, and and it wasn't a huge deal, but came down on the west coast of the United States. Uh, they got a nice light show of it breaking up, and people caught it. I think it was eight or nine o'clock out there, and got some great pictures and video of it coming through the atmosphere, just breaking up. And sure, rare and precious metals just yes. being disintegrated in our exactly. atmosphere. Uh, this one you and I were laughing a little bit about before the show started today is is GameStop is still still trying to yep. keep themselves relevant. They got a new revitalization with the whole Game Stonks thing. Yes, uh, they are now planning on selling PC hardware, things to build your gaming PCs and stuff with. Um, I don't know how much of that they're going to do in the store. I'm betting a little, but not much because yeah. again, 
who goes to stores now and yep. then, other than to drive up to the front door, pick up a game, and leave if you're not getting it digitally. They got to do something to stay relevant. The actual physical media for consoles is just starting to become less and less. A lot of the newer consoles, you can just download the games offline and just play them on your com- your console. A lot of people have their own computers that they play games online with. So, yeah, the actual physical media, which is what GameStop did a lot of. But I will say I went through this a couple weeks ago, and it's still driving me up the wall. I um, when I When I look for stuff for us to talk about on this show, as I'm scrolling through tech articles and different things, stuff pops up for video game sales and and stuff like that. Well, one of the ones I flagged was was the new uh new Star Wars ga- uh, game Fallen Jedi. The digital copy was 59.99. The hard disk uh at Walmart was $29. <laughs> for the same thing. A lot of the times the hard disks as soon as you put it in, you've got to do some kind of major update uh, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, 60 gigs worth uh, Ooh, by yeah. the way. Um, because it installed the whole disk onto Sheesh. the Xbox and then had a five gig download after that. Luckily, with my fiber and my Xbox is hardwired it in, just it didn't take pretty long. Quick. But again, it is a physical disk. You've had yep. to spend money on getting stamped, uh, the box, the whole nine yards. Can somebody please explain to me why in 2021 I'm paying less for a physical thing than a digital copy that all it is basically the license I put in and then it unlocks it and downloads it all anyway. Because I can't explain why. Game companies don't sell whole games anymore. It sells this this old this game that you bought and then you still had to download a five gig update because either there were bugs that they hadn't fixed or they wanted to add a little bit more to the game. Which is or, fine, but if you if you've got it just in the in the digital in the cloud, as it were, the discs should cost more. Yeah. So uh, it it's just one of those things that that drives me nuts because it it's I yeah I I bought it online reserved it went and, and and picked it up at the store did the scan thing picked it up in their little fancy pickup thing now and yeah I had to go there instead of just staying in my house but it's worth 30 bucks to drive 10 minutes I know I've seen a lot of people complaining about one of the newest crash bandicoot games that they've made it's a remake of an older game uh, it's DRM so it's online always if you do not have access it's a single player game it is not multiplayer it is a single player game that if you don't have access to the internet where it can ping their server and verify, yes, this is a legit copy of this game, you can't play the game. You cannot actually play the game. I have a physical copy of a game that I bought at a garage sale several years ago. I went home, installed it in my computer. Very first thing it needs to do is talk to their server to make sure it's not hacked. Their server went offline several years ago. So it can <laughs> there has to there had to have been a workaround for that one, I There was. Think. And then actually what I found out is that somebody had created a patch that gets around that, and then the people who created the patch, their server went offline too. So <laughs> if you can find this patch somewhere online, you could install it into the game and play the game. But and, and again, and, until people start pushing uh lawmakers one to understand how this stuff works, because yeah. I think a lot of them don't. Uh or find ways because some of these these older games are only available yeah if you find them at a garage sale or or you do this and if your hardware or or your console or whatever will still run them who cares let let me play it let me play my old 2000 legacy of kane game or whatever yeah and and some of those games haven't been updated to run on current stuff and and of course some of them some do uh um 
uh, Wolfenstein 3D and stuff has been updated to current or Doom is has become popular again. So you can play the the remastered of the original, but sometimes it's it's just that old school stuff. But yeah, if you that's the whole licensing thing again. It's like I own this, and and I'll tell you what I I watched something interesting that that uh, explained a little bit of this was uh, was a. Uh, and I will say it's a little odd at times, but Netflix did a, I think it's almost an hour and a half or two hours long, called The Last Blockbuster. Yeah. It talks about there was a couple blockbusters left when they started filming it, and by the end there was one. Uh, Sorry, Netflix the, basically killed blockbusters, so it's kind of well, funny for them to also have uh-huh. a documentary about how they put them out of their misery. Yeah, be, well, <laughs> and, and it talks about that because Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix and said, yeah, no. We we don't need that. Wonder but, how many times he wakes up sweating in the middle of the night thinking about that decision. But it was part of what um, really made video stores explode was the 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 digital rights or the the rights of owning these these movies because when when video stores first opened up, it was it was like a hundred dollars and I remember it because I'm old enough. We'd go to the, some of the independent ones in town, and if you lost the movie. It was a hundred dollars to replace it because you were buying it directly from the the manufacturer or the the movie house or who whoever it was. But then uh, some of what the the issues were is you you had people buying more of these and renting them. Well, a bunch of the movie houses sued, saying, "No, you can't rent these movies." It went all the way to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said, "Yeah, once somebody else buys them." They can do what they want. You can rent them out. You can do whatever. Finally, what got it changed is the revenue sharing between the the movie companies and the video stores, where it was thirty whatever. Basically, the the similar how the the movie theaters work is they get so much of the revenue and and that kind of piece you share it. So that a lot of the independents went out of business at that point. But they explain about how some of that licensing stuff works. Same thing. I buy a, a physical disc. I should be able to then sell it to whoever I want, yeah. and they should be able to use it the same way. It's not, not a one and done. Even the the codes you own it, yeah. right? So these kind of things will will continue to get very interesting as it goes forward with technology and yeah, digital uh, media. A lot of it's linked to an account, so it's linked to my name, my email address. I can't just transfer it to a friend. I'm done with. You know, this game that I've gotten 20 hours out of, I can't sell it for half price or trade it to somebody so they can play it. They have to log into my Steam account. And yeah, that's you can't do a, I want to transfer this game to this person. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is in Steam, because and, and I don't even understand it completely because it's my son doing it, is he sells in-game things that yeah. are digital. But it's like, you know what? Then also let me sell the whole game to somebody. If, if I want to sell it for five bucks because I'm done playing it, I still that technically be something own that you it. can do, yep. But it's uh, and and what may change with that is there's a lawsuit. I think it's still out there with Amazon. The whole if you have you uh, buy the movie, yep, yep. And and Amazon in their fine print says we can remove this anytime. Uh, no, I, I own that. I bought it. It wasn't it wasn't uh, advertised as I'm renting it. Yeah, it it's was not, advertised or it's as not as Prime. Where it. if I end my Prime yep. membership, I can't watch that movie. I paid to buy it. So these things are going to get very interesting going forward. It is. Computers Internet, BOH Computers, Bull in the house today from BOH. Any tech issues, problems, questions you have, we can answer them. 217-629-7970. Take a quick break, come back, wrap up the show. Wait, when did we become informed and connected? Oh, wait, yeah, it is is technology, so yeah, we should be both. 
at the end of the day, I sit in front of my computer and I just breathe a sigh of relief and I'm like, all right, what game do I want to play? Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of what I'm thinking anymore. It's like, yep, I just need to unwind. Hey, let me look at this big screen f- for several hours again. Most of what I've been doing has been VR gaming. So it's at the end of a long day taking care of two kids and my household. I just sit there and I was like, I don't want to like stand up and swing my arms around and shoot a gun and dodge aliens. And So what you're doing is the, the VR game of uh, baby diaper changing? Yep. <laughs> I'm sure there is actually one out there. There's like a job simulator. There's mechanic simulator there's i just saw one that was farm simulator if you want to go and milk cows in vr (laughs) (laughs) oh god we we need video of somebody doing that but not showing the screen (laughs) hi you're on with computers internet boh computers good morning morning you uh i have an iphone 8 do you uh, replace batteries in them i will have to check for sure uh we do a majority of the iphones um i'm not sure i think the 8 is not one of the sealed ones so we should be able to replace it uh what i would have you do is when i get to the store here in just a little bit if you want to go ahead and call our blh location and ask then i'll be able to double check then is that something that can be done in in a day yeah yep as long as we have the part in stock if we have the phone before 1 p.m we can have it done by six Thank you. No problem. Thank you very much for the phone call. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Yeah, so I have a question about the sensitivity of Microsoft's virus scanner. Okay. Um, I have thumb drives that I'll use. Yeah, don't call it names. Um, I have thumb drives that I'll use uh, like once a week or every so often. And after an unfortunate experience a long time ago, when I'm done using a thumb drive, I run the virus scanner before I take it out. And then when I use it again, I the first thing I do is use the virus scanner. And I cannot tell you with Microsoft Security Essentials how many times I'll run a virus scanner when I'm done. It says it's clean. I put it in three days later. And it says there's something wrong with your disk, I mean your thumb drive. It's like can't they figure out how to update that thing without giving false positives? Now, now let me ask you this is because – I usually see that message where it's having trouble reading the USB. Is it specifically popping up saying it's Windows Defender saying it, or is it Windows in general? It's Windows Defender when I run the scan. Okay, but when you and when you plug it back in, it's it's popping up, or you're running another, you're running a manual scan. I'm not. I'm running. I always run a manual scan. It's a long story that you don't have time for on the air about okay. how. When I was at work, somebody managed to infect the entire place. It was a disk, I think, that got used like once a quarter. That's why the IT people could never figure out where it was coming from. Makes sense. But, but because of that, when I first put it in, I manually run the scan. And when I'm done, I manually run the scan. And I cannot tell you how many times when you put it back in to use it again, suddenly you've got a virus. And I just think Microsoft Security Essentials is – being overly sensitive or just a shoddy product yeah it very well could be overly sensitive um it's it's at least a decent product it's as good as a lot of the other antivirus softwares uh i i would look at what exactly it's saying specifically is the virus see what kind of what file it is if it's one that you know if it's a word document that you know what it is and you trust i wouldn't worry too much about it maybe run a different antivirus scan to double check you there are malware and adware scans you can also run to check yeah, and, okay, and okay. I don't see that happen often, but yeah, I've seen it more, and, and and you're firing it off manually, but I see it a lot of times where I know I have a working USB, used it 30 minutes before, I'd pull it out to use it somewhere else, go back to my computer, and it says, this 
It's not. We can't read from this from this USB device. I was making sure that that's not what you were seeing, but it's yeah, it's definitely a Defender thing, and and that is that is odd. I'll have to do some some research to see if I can find anything for next week too, because that is kind of a weird one. And uh, I, I had one that it wouldn't let me clean. This is about six months ago. It just said, no, there's nothing we uh, metaphorically it said, we can't do anything with this. And then it eventually went away. It was like they figured out that Microsoft Security Essentials was causing a problem. And the next time they did an update, they fixed that particular issue. And that the file was never a virus. <laughs> yeah, if I if I have Microsoft Security Essentials flag anything, I've got other scans that I'll run on there just to make sure that everything's fine, including like system file checker. It could be just files are out of order. If it's giving you a quarantine okay. option yeah. as opposed to like, like a you said, it option. may be too sensitive. Yeah. Well, one reason I keep it is as much as I'm complaining about it is it hasn't turned into bloatware like AVG did. Oh yep. God, yes. I keep so. having to cycle through different ones when when I have people that want third want third party ones that aren't the Microsoft ones, and it's it is it's it's oh we're gonna do this for free, but now here's 27 ads every three minutes to remind you you should you should spend money and get the get another version. So, thanks. Thank no you problem. very much Thank for the you. phone call. A uh, little this day in tech history, we're talking about rights with movies and video games. The very first movie on DVD came out uh, yesterday. In 1996. <laughs> yesterday. Um, yes. Yesterday in 1996, <laughs> Twister. Oh, twi- on, on that's DVD. funny. I probably actually own a copy of that, as a matter See, of fact. there you go. Wait, were you alive in 96? <laughs> Get out of here. The Microsoft OS X, uh, it was born uh, March 24, 2001. Uh, March 23, 2001, Mir, the Russian space station, fell from the sky. Uh, March 22nd, 1960, laser beams were patented. You were talking about um, owning, uh, and this is actually up for sale. Um, I believe it is, anyway, if I remember, if I read all this correctly. The very first tweet, March 21st, 2006, came from Jack Dorsey. Yep. And, and uh, basically the tweet was, inviting coworkers. And that's what it said. Like test, test, just testing. Yeah, sold for like two point six million dollars. In other words, some people have way too much money. They could that, buy a digital tweet. Yes, that they do. A digital piece of artwork is one thing. You can display that. You can share that with your friends. What can you do with a tweet? <sighs> Not much. <laughs> uh, the very f- one of the very first arcades, March eighteenth, nineteen seventy four, Atari induced Grand Track Ten. The very first arcade game to use solid-state read-only memory to store uh, some of the stuff for the cars. I mean, it is super generic, but we've seen how far that stuff has come. But that's how with, the actual uh, game cartridges came about. Yes. Uh, so some some interesting pieces of, of tech history on this Saturday. Yep, and then you can come and see me today if you want to. I'm at uh, 1832 Stevenson Drive. I'll be there till 6 p.m. We've got our Jacksonville location, 832 South Main, our Taylorville location, 123 West Main Cross. You can find us on Facebook or online, blhcomputers.com.